Mission with Jonesy and Amanda. I know that you're not a big fan of SAS Australia and fundamentally you don't understand SAS Australia like I do. Let me just say this. It's patronising for you to say that to me. I understand it. I just don't find it pleasurable viewing. It's it's aggressive to watch. We've got Merrick, Merrick Watts on the show today, so I, I thought I'd watch the program last night. Um, what the first chore exercise they had to do on the show last night was to be bundled into some kind of hostage situation yep. where they have to decide who is the hostage, who are the two hostage takers, and fire accordingly. Yeah. Candace Warner wasn't able to do that successfully, and this is how she gets spoken to. Stop! What the? Have you just done? What have you not done? There was a gun pointing at me, so I shot... You to shot? Shoot. I never heard of... I shoot? I couldn't... Then you didn't shoot, did you? I went you to shoot... Don't argue me. You went to rat shit again. Consequently, I'll go and tell your husband she's dead. Disappear. There you go. You know, how are they supposed to know how to do that? Well, They're they, not they, training. They... I know you say I don't get the war trope of it. Yeah. I do, but I'm very aware that they're training for two weeks and their end result is not to join the SAS. No, but so why be so the hard training. on them when they can't do it? Because it's the army. But if, if the people who were successful, do they actually give up their families and careers and go and join the SAS? Yes, pretty much. I think it's no, a lonely these people. No, these, these people. Guys, no, That's my these point. Guys, no, but it's all about See, at one point they've said, betterment. this isn't about your self-discovery. It's not about your self-discovery. <laughs> but all of them are saying, I'm here to see how far I can push my limits. They're there for self-discovery. If we're in it together, you would get us all shot. You'd be I'd like the honey myself. badger. <laughs> the honey badger ran in there and just shot everyone. He was like, yippee ki mother beepers, pat, 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 <laughs> just shooting everyone. There was a uh, rare bit of a humili- humility from uh, Merrick Watts last night. He's, he's, he's been playing it very straight, hasn't he? He has pl- been playing it so, so straight. But there was a moment there where he just really, uh, we saw the layers. And I've known Merrick, we've known Merrick for a long, long time. For 20 years I worked in radio. And I was phenomenally successful. I had a number one radio program, getting massive ratings, earning a lot of money, and it was a really, really good time. And it ended. You do something like radio for 20 years non-stop, you get used to a certain way of doing things, and then when you're out of it for a little while, it's exciting and it's, it's kind of cool, it's a release. But then all of a sudden, there was a period where I just didn't have a lot of work. There was a moment there where I just went... What's next for me? Who am I? What am I going to do? I lost my self-confidence and I lost my strength in myself. That started to slowly manifest into anxiety and, and depression. It starts as a seed. These things don't just become a tree. One thing becomes another, becomes another, becomes another. And if you let it go too big, it's too hard to chop down. Too hard to chop down that tree. Mm, insightful, isn't it? And so he got uh, interrogated by the staff and they were quite surprised when Merrick said what he did for a living. What do you do, number 10? What do I do for a living? Yes. I'm a comedian stuff. Off. <laughs> Come on. You're a comedian? I'm a comedian stuff. The most serious bloke I've met. Tell me a joke. I'm a 46-year-old father of two. I'm a comedian and I've signed up to this. Was that meant to be a joke? <laughs> There's nothing hard. worse than no, people saying... Tell me a joke when you haven't prepared one. What's your go-to joke? I was asked this by a journalist the other day. What's your best dad joke? 
I thought I should phone Jonesy. <laughs> you oh, have one. I've got I heaps. I couldn't think. I know, and I norm. I just couldn't think of one. I, don't you have a little routine, a little Rolodex of jokes? No, I don't. You're so eighties. What do you mean? That's it's, such a dad thing. I've even got a joke for the specific moment, like right. being in the army. Tell me a joke. Okay, so there's a guy in the French Foreign Legion, Here right? Here we go, yep. So he signs up to the French Foreign Legion. Yep. He wants to test himself. So he's getting shown around the barracks and he goes, right over there, you've got the latrine. Over there, there's the watch house. Over there, there's the rifle range. And over there, there's a camel. And the guy goes, well, what's with the camel? And he says, well, it gets very lonely out here. And some people, when they feel the need, mm-hmm. they use the camel. And the guy goes, oh, you're kidding me. He goes, anyway, there's no judgment here. So weeks go past. He's walking past this camel every day. It starts to look attractive. He's, it's got long eyelashes. It's not, it's not a bad, you know, it's not a bad looking camel. It's a female camel. Look at those know. toes. <laughs> it goes, <laughs> this goes on for some day. And then one day it just gets the better of him, the camel. So he gets a little stool, mm-hmm. gets up behind the camel. He's going away at the camel. The sergeant comes out and goes, what are you doing? And he said, well, you said that I could use the camel. He goes, use it to ride into town and go to the local brothel. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, dunk your head in the loose <laughs> <laughs> With Jonesy and Amanda.